0: Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as Self Discovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love. And knowing that is going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and you're listening here on SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com. I have just had the most exquisite weekend with my children and grandchildren. We were celebrating birthdays we'd missed, uh, engagement, uh, anniversaries, and just being together. And we were at our Airbnb, which soon is going to be cancelled because they're changing the laws and you can no longer have those. And it was just wonderful being able to Sit up at the top where they're in the hot tub and overlooking the lake, being able to wake up in the morning, looking outside and watching the the elk coming into the garden and eating the grass and just seeing the grandkids enjoy it all so much. Really a gift. And I don't know about you, but any time you get with your children is a gift. Mine are all 30s to 40s. They're very, very busy. And so it's hard to kind of get that quality time with them. But we do have to make the effort. I was talking with someone this morning. They were saying that, you know, they're arguing with their kids and they never get to see them. And it just becomes something angst. For me, it was extremely important to have a relationship with my children. Yes, they are from a divorce parents um but for and we haven't always agreed on everything on both sides you know both choices but the love was always the core it was always the condominator where they knew that no matter where they were or what they were doing and what was going on they were loved and that love would bring them back to the very core foundation and every single one of them now has branched out and followed their path in life and leading a life of um of their own making and getting married or branching out into their own career, having kids, um, it's all wonderful to see and it's wonderful to be a part of it. So I think it's something that's very, very important that we look at our children and go, how much are we spending time with them or making time for them, either when they're younger or when they're older or they maybe have moved away. Are we saying, oh, too far away, I can't come? uh, Or are we booking those Zoom calls, just like we did when when the COVID was on? We had Zoom games and Zoom calls. And my daughter lives an hour and a half away from me, so we Zoom with the grandkids. I will soon be moving there. So that will... Uh, delete that type of thing. I'll actually be there closer to them. And yes, I'm giving up my life in one city and moving closer to them so that I can be a part of my grandchildren's life and part of their lives. I'm a single woman. I have a business, podcasting, podcasting books, podcasting education, and the mentorship program. I've got a lot going on, juggling all the balls if I've pointed out in shows before and dropping a few now and again because yes it happens but we have to carve out that time to when our kids need us or to when we need our kids and this event happened this weekend because I was in England for a month and I miss Thanksgiving Canada has it in in October I miss my birthday I miss my son's birthday and so it was we are booking that weekend away, we're all going to be there and just going to celebrate everything together, mostly celebrate togetherness. And yes, I had to push it. I couldn't organize it. I could just say which weekend and everybody had to jump in as to which weekend it might be. And then who's cooking, who's this thing, who's thating, And it all comes together. But it's wonderful. We played games. We ate well, very, very well. We didn't sleep much. We all woke up exhausted and then had another wonderful full day. And even though we came home, I (laughs) conked out last night and slept 12 hours. I was that tired uh, because probably had three or four hours sleep a night because up early in the morning for the kiddies, right, and off to bed late and doing lots of things. But I loved every minute of it, even the fatigue. We just put it aside and enjoy the moment. Our next event will be Christmas where everybody will be coming in from various places and going to my daughter's home because she has the home that can accommodate us all. And it will be the same thing, playing games, uh, watching the kids open up their presents. We've agreed to do secret Santa and basically only buy for the kids though. This one, Mama doesn't adhere to that because everybody's going to get a gift because that's who I am. And, We're just going to have fun feasting, again, playing games, talking, putting on the music and dancing with the grand boys and and just having some fun. I think this is something we forget along the way. When you're a parent, you're so busy putting food on the table, making sure they get to their events and their school, uh, planning for their future. It's always doing, doing, doing. And my kids often say to me, you know, can you remember this? Can you remember that? And as I observe her on the day-to-day, there's a lot I don't remember. I don't remember because you're so in the moment, taking care of the moment, that you remember certain events or certain things, but you don't actually remember the routine. Um, Did I do this? Did I do that? I can't remember because you just did it in the moment. Now she's having children and she's following and navigating her own routine, etc. And it's very easy for things to bleed together and not remember. Today, of course, they have cell phones, millions of pictures and little mini videos and everything that documents it, which is absolutely wonderful. Back in the day, we had to take the photograph and go and take it to get done. And then, of course, if we cut somebody's head off or it was blurry or this or that, or we had the Camcorders that were heavy to carry, and if you shake, you know, video was shaken. So uh, so much easier to document those moments today and have that catalog of memories that are easy to jog along the way. So I think it's really important, especially as grandparents. We adhere to the fact that they've all got businesses and children and everything else. I'm the traveling grandma. I'm the one with the perpetual suitcase going here, there and everywhere. Last weekend all of us at our a This weekend, I go over to my son and uh, future daughter-in-law's and uh, daughter, stepdaughter, step-granddaughter and go to her, her concert that she's doing for Christmas. The following weekend, I go back to my daughter and have a couple of days with my grandsons because they're going away and I won't see them until Christmas. And I'd like to see them at least every two weeks. And so it's always something, but we make it work we have to make it work. So it is, have a central point. I have on Facebook Messenger, Mama's Group, and that everything to do with the family goes there. Things that we share, things, conversations, funny pictures, everything, plans, all going in there. We're all part of the mix and we all contribute to it. So find that place, that centerfold where funny pictures can be sent or just happy pictures or, you know, moments of celebration. That's where we do it. Also the planning and the communication and just all of that. It's important. Find that center point where we can all go to. And sometimes we're going to have to bend in our flexibility. Yes, I run my own business. I could be flexible on that. So as long as I know ahead, I don't book shows for the times I'm going to be there. I can carve out some times when they're sleeping to do some admin and in the morning make sure I do my emails, but I can't do any shows. So I know that that week, less shows because I'm with the grandkids. That's my priority. I'm not giving up one for the other. I'm finding a balance between them both, between all of them. And that's the important thing in life is to find that balance. I'm still Sarah doing what Sarah does, who loves what Sarah's doing. And I'm going to continue to do this until I take my last breath or I simply can't do it anymore. But I'm also a mother and a grandmother. And I want time to watch my grandkids go and support my children on their journey of life. So that means I also have to carve out time for them. So we find that balance. We find that happy medium. Yes, you've also got to find time for yourself that time where it's at least your day to do what you want to do, whatever you want to do. I haven't got there yet, but I will when I move because I won't be traveling so much between people. I can actually take a little more time for myself. I know that it's a lot of struggling, but I hate to see it or hear it when people talk about that they're not talking to their children or they don't see their grandchildren because their children have cut them off. And I think there's nothing worse Than family, discarding family, because over some stupid beef they had some time ago, or differences of opinion, different political ideas, or because of divorce. I am divorced. Um, They see their father as often as he wants to be seen. And we've had many occasions where he is there as well. We have been parted 23 years. He's moved on. I've moved on. We've got totally separate lives. Thank you for the three greatest gifts you've ever given me, which was my three children. And now let's concentrate on that. Whatever beef we had between us has long gone not to be revisited and certainly not to be imposed upon the children. So I say to the adults out there, the parents and the grandparents, whatever's getting in the way of you seeing or communicating with your children or grandchildren, please suck it up or grow up and both of you have a conversation, maybe monitored by someone else, where you can put those differences aside and look at what the common denominators are. It is absolutely beautiful for a grandchild to get to know their grandparent. If the grandparent can't spend much time with them, or is busy doing something else, then they'll they form their own attachment. When I was divorcing, I said to my children, Your relationship with your father is of your making. It's now none of my business. And they have each carved out their own relationship with him on their terms or on his terms. And they see him when they see him. For me, it was, I am going to be in your lives as much as possible because you are important to me. And yes, they traveled. And yes, they lived elsewhere. And yes, they did some other things. And we may not have seen each other as much as we'd like. But when it came to it, we were there. We were there. There was no, why did you divorce? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? In fact, it was like, why did you stay that long? (laughs) So we really must make sure that we don't let our grief and grief and anger stop us from seeing our children or grandchildren or brothers and sisters or anything else and learn to step up above whatever the argument was. And look to who we could be now. And this is why I say often about the growing up. I have a wonderful sister. She's a darling woman. We have zero in common, except for we both have three children and grandchildren that we absolutely adore. And a couple of other things that we like in common. Outside of that, she doesn't get what I do. And I can't be in her world because it's a bit too angry for me. So we find a channel path. And there we can find laughter, we can find love, and we can find common denominators. Don't expect people to come into your entire world and see you and be with you on your terms. What is the thread, the common denominator that you can find yourselves on, where you can find peace, right? That's what it's about, finding that peace between you and making sure that you don't bleed into the differences, but you look at the commonalities and be there. Find the laughter that's within there and agree to disagree. I'm not going to agree on what you think there. You're not going to agree what I think here. Let's leave that aside and look to what we do agree on. What an example we're now setting to our children, to our grandchildren, that we can be different. We can have different points of view, and we can still get on. That is what it's about, folks, how we can still get on. I absolutely adore being a mother. I wanted four kids by 24. That wasn't going to happen. It was 28, 30, and 34. I adore my children with every fiber of me. And I absolutely adore my grandchildren. I absolutely love them. I don't live for them in the sense that some people do. I live for my grandchildren. I don't have any other life outside of that. I live for sorrow to fortify Sarah, so sorrow can be there for my children and my grandchildren. By being the best version I can be, the happiest woman and the most content in my meaningful purpose, I am better to be there for them. So it's not losing yourself to your children or your grandchildren. It's not losing yourself to all these other demands or expectations. It's bringing the best part of you because of what you do, because of who you are, that now becomes a joy, an inspiration, and an invitation to them. So. I know you've got. Uh, we've got Thanksgiving that has just passed. We've got. Christmas around the corner. I have got my book coming out. My Next week my show will be on my book coming out. And our Forgotten Children series book. Which was meant to come out for Christmas. Has been postponed to next year. Because it's really hard to get all of the authors together. At one time at such a busy time. So flexibility, be willing to give, being willing to bend, being willing to go with the flow and being willing to stay in the channel, but always coming at everything with heart because we all need some heart. We all feel much better for heart and we've all f- feel so much better when we're simply kind to each other. So for everyone out there, whether you're a parent, a grandparent, an uncle, an aunt, a cousin, whatever it is, um, a child. Please reach out to one another. Please make the effort to be a family. Find the time to be together or converse with one another. At Christmas, I always do shows on Only the Lonely, and it's so sad to see people who are alone at Christmas or Thanksgiving, and they're alone all the time, but, but especially Christmas, it's really hard. And we don't pay attention and knock on the door. Whether we can invite them for Christmas or not, that may not always be feasible, but you could drop something off to them maybe a homemade meal, maybe a little gift, maybe a Christmas card. And to realize there are a lot of grandparents that can't get to see their children, or a lot of siblings that don't get to see each other. Make the effort to communicate with each other. Please don't leave people out in the dark and alone because loneliness is a killer so folks that's my thoughts this weekend or this week and, uh, and I now finish up doing all my shows for this week and next week and uh, go off to another event and it's one after the other until the end of the year and then January uh, the Forgotten Children book so yes I'm very very busy I uh, gotta make the time to make sure that I have the time to look after my health and to look give myself space but When you enjoy what you're doing, when you love whom you're with, when you love what life is about, everything is absolutely worthwhile. So please, drop a Christmas card to that sibling or that aunt and uncle or that cousin or your parents. Just say, let's communicate. Let's talk. How are you doing? Can we open up the channel? Let's leave differences aside and let's just look. And how we care about each other. And to care about each other. Because that's what it's about. So folks, until next time, I wish you all very, very loving connections. And bye for now. Hello everyone. Sarah Troy here from selfdiscoverywisdom.com. It is Thanksgiving week in, uh, in the USA. We've already had ours in Canada back in October. It is a time where everyone comes together. You feast, you celebrate, you enjoy your togetherness. And I know sometimes you're going to be with some family members or friends that you probably wish that you didn't see. But what I say is, ride the cheer wagon. Be uplifting, be caring, be sharing, help with the dishes, bring a dish. What else can you contribute? And find that common denominator that everybody else is riding. Please don't go political. Please don't go angry. Please don't go with an angst inside of you. Go where you could all come together and have some fun, break bread, and be appreciative of each other. And every Thanksgiving and Christmas as a family, and they've extended that out to their families, and my son even does it with his staff at the Christmas um, dinner that he hosts for them. We go around and share at the table what we're grateful for. And when we understand that gratitude, then we understand that gratitude is the one step away from kindness and love because it shows us what we really have rather than what we don't have. So I wish everyone a wonderful Thanksgiving. Please don't forget the people that are lonely. Please don't forget the people that can't afford it. Please don't forget the people that are simply forgotten. The neighbor, the person down the road, are they going anywhere? Don't assume that they are. Knock on the door. If you can't have them over, can you bring something over to them? Please be inclusive because your Thanksgiving is being thankful for what you have. So let's be thankful for each other. Let's be thankful for what you've got. And let's be thankful for the fact that you can share it with everyone else. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there, and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare as a donation would be greatly accepted and we do hope that you enjoy the next show.